want that book, we're going to still sell it to you for half price. Amen. And, uh, and, uh, just give her your name in the bookstore and we'll get those ordered. She's going to get those ordered uh, in the morning and we'll get those to you. But if you like these, then you, you and the Holy Spirit, very powerful book. Amen. Uh, you know, some maybe not be familiar with the Holy Spirit about the power to, uh, the Holy, remember, always remember the, the word Holy Spirit. And the Holy Ghost, meaning the same thing in the Bible, we, we've took and uh, I guess try to uh, modern that that uh, that name. Uh, one reason for the sake of uh, uh, people growing up that's not familiar. When you say Holy Ghost today, you got Ghost of all stuff. So they they try to get try to pull that in with the with the uh, uh, what's his name, the Potter guy. Uh, Harry Potter and all that, all that stuff, hey man, and try to pull it in with that. Well, I tell you, he ain't got nothing to do with Harry Potter, hey man. Hallelujah. But so, so anyhow, amongst all the different things, you know, we just a lot of times say the Holy Spirit, meaning the Holy Spirit. So if you're not familiar with that, in Acts chapter 2, how that fell in the power and tongues of fire come on. I mean, no, that's real today, hey man. And it'll, it'll come upon you if you allow him and he will use you in that. So that really explains that. That is all scripture about that. It's not no occult or nothing. It's the Bible, hey man. So if you don't understand all this, will be a good book for you. Get that. And then the sharper than any two-edged sword, we know that's talking about the word of God, hey man. But, uh, summary of powerful messages in that, uh, by, uh, Man of God, uh, Brother Andrew. So be a part of that and you'll be blessed. Amen. Let me say thank you for all of you that has served in many areas this week, but especially uh, two that served. Thank you guys, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that helped us serve uh, Friday night community service at the concession stand at Ayrton at the ball game. It was a last-minute thing that they needed us, and uh, uh, they knew who to call it. Amen. And I thank you that stood up and went with us. We had a great time of serving them. And so we appreciate you that helped Friday night doing that. God bless you. Uh, and you will be uh, blessed uh, for that. And then thank you that served yesterday in the food bank, giving distribution of the food uh, up in Clow and being a part of that. And so if you didn't get in on that and you'd like to, uh, see Sister Amy for this Saturday. We'll be in Blue Springs giving it out this coming Saturday. So uh, get in on the blessing. Amen. Get in on the blessings. So we appreciate uh, all that you've done this week and things that God is doing and going to do. And uh, But God just wants to bless you. How many of you know that? Amen. Amen. Don't forget, in the foyer, also in the foyer, uh, there is a clipboard. Uh, we need your signature. Uh, we're working with the, with the mayor and Dollar General. You remember a while back? It's probably been, I don't know, maybe a year or two back. Uh, we had you to send... Uh, about the Dollar General, and so uh, this is this has come up again, and so we believe this is it this time. And I've uh, talking to some of the Dollar General officials, but there's a sign-up sheet that we can get a Dollar General uh, grocery and produce store in our city of Claw. Hey, man, so uh, please sign up on those uh, the signature. Please get your name on one of those on the clipboard in the foyer. We've got to get those in in just the next few days. Hey, man, so help us with that. And, uh, that we can get a bigger, uh, store, better store, uh, in the, in, in our area. And, and, uh, so we're working on that, uh, with the, with the corporate office. So we believe that and say we receive it. Amen. Amen. We receive it. Amen. And so that'll be, that'll be a blessing. So be a part of all that God is doing. How many is ready to receive the word? Amen. 
Amen. Father, let's pray. Father, we thank you once again that lives you've already touched, Father God, even in classrooms this morning and uh, in the time of uh, worship, Father God, in the time of prayer. People that has already been touched, Father God, by responding to your spirit in prayer this morning and even by faith coming down that you was going to touch them in, in many areas of their lives. Father, we thank you for that. Now, God, we need your word today. And Father, I pray that those hearers will hear God, those that's watching and listen, those that's here, that they will open up and they will receive it. The word will not return void to go into their hearts. They will apply to their lives. And Father God, you will flow through them. So God, I ask you to speak through our vocal cords. Think through our mind that it's all of you and none of us this morning that you're anointing flow for these next few moments. And we're going to give you the praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You got your word? Let's hold this word and uh, and confess this word this morning. Father God, I hold your word. I read your word. Walk by it. Act by it. Talk by it. The world around me sees the word in me. Because the word in me, the world around me, my neighbor will become saved. The word tells me how to be saved. How to be healed. How to be filled. How to be blessed. I am what the word tells me I am. I'm highly favored. And this is my best year yet in Jesus' name. You believe it? Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen. Amen. Bless you today. you just been wearing the camo, and hopefully we got your picture. Uh, we'll be doing that and, and, and posting that in the, in the educational hallway and of uh, the camo. But today is our third and final uh, week of the camo series, and we started out the first week as God gave us the three words to talk about. Uh, we, we talked about the first week as takers, that uh, some, some uh, hunters... Or just some hunters are just, they, they just takers. They don't, they don't try to take care of the deer. They don't, uh, uh, you know, do a lot of plots. They don't spend a lot of time and money on. They just, they just want to take. They just want to go out and, and, and they're not looking for, uh, any special unique deer. They just go out and take a little, little, uh, uh, a little spike or a little three pointer or a little four pointer and they, they just takers. And we parallel that with a lot of people in the world today and even uh, some Christians sometimes. We just want to be takers. We're always wanting, we're wanting to take. Amen. And so we talked about that. And then we talked about last week about, you know, being a, being a receiver that, uh, you know, God does want us to receive. Talked about it's hard for me to be a receiver. I like to be a giver. It's hard to be a receiver, but God does want us to be a receiver, how we can receive. And then when we can receive from God and, uh, as the, as the deer hunter does, he is a receiver. He, he, re- he receives and, and to be unique, uh, re- be, as a as a deer hunter, you know, just don't go out and settle for that taker to be a three point or four point, but go out and be a a uh, receiver to receive something that is unique, something that is different, uh, that's very uh, very different. Amen. And so, being un- unique as a receiver. And so today, we want to talk about a giver. Amen. As we see today on the stage, all of these animals are, are they unique. They're, they're, they're different. Amen. It ain't every day you, uh, you know, you see a, a, a black coyote like that. It ain't certainly not every day you see a deer like that. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. And, uh, 
We, th- this one's been, this one has been very, very good. Amen. I mean, believe that's real. Amen. He is. Amen. I mean, I mean, believe somebody you sat beside is real. Amen. So I want to talk about this morning, givers. I want to talk about givers. Let's go to the same story, but in a different book that we did last Sunday. And we're going to go back and we're going to pull something out of that. Instead of about talking about a receiver, we're going to talk about a giver out of that same story as we did last week. But instead of that book, we're going to go this morning to John chapter 6. And I want us to go to verse 5. John chapter 6, verse 5. Very familiar story. But let's look at something and, and grab something different out of the same story than we did last week as we talk about giver. Now say this with me. I'm a giver. I'm a giver. Now that might have hurt some of you. Amen. So, so let's try to do it one more time. Say, I'm a giver. I'm a giver. Amen. I'm a giver. Amen. So now if you really believe that, this is a thought that come to me. I'm not trying to get your money. Okay. I'm not trying to get your money, but I'm trying to teach you something this morning. Amen. I'm trying to teach you something. Amen. It's just like, you know, if I, if I just, if you ain't got nothing to eat and I just keep, I just keep going by counting these and I keep going by counting these and I keep bringing you a, a, a fish already cooked with, with some green beans and with some bread and with some slaw in it and you just keep eating it and I just, I just, I shouldn't have said that because I'm going to lose some of y'all right now. Y'all already thinking about it. But I just, every, every day I just keep doing that. You become dependent on me. But if I come by one day and I got some worms in a can and I got two fishing poles and I said, let's go fishing. And I teach you to go and fish and catch fish, then, then you can live off of that and you will have a much, much more productive life. Can you say amen? So it's about being a giver and, and see, then you will not depend on me saying, who I can't wait today. It's about 12 o'clock. Preacher's coming with counting D's again today. I know he is. You depend on me. But see, when you, when I, when, you know, and, and so not, feeding you fish, but teaching you how to fish, then you can survive. And not only then, then not only, then not only you have always just been a receiver. Now you receive that. Now you can become a giver to go and help and, and teach other people to fish. You can take fish to people, get their attention, and then you can go and teach them how to fish. And now you become a giver and not no more a, just a receiver. Can you say amen? So today, when we shout out, I'm a giver, I want to encourage you. If you're a giver, you ain't going to disturb me uh, security. You just be sure they don't have nothing to attack me with. Hey, Amen. I don't think they're. I think everybody in here. Everybody in here love Jesus today? Oh, everybody's. One or two hands didn't go up. So just be on now. I'm just kidding. Man. So today when I say, I'm a giver. And if you want, and if you really mean that, you say, when I preach, I, I done gave off and I done done my part. How I many know it's always about giving? Hey, Amen. It's always about giving. Amen. I, see, see, we had some receivers last, come on, let's preach. We had some receivers last week that was taken. You reckon they want to be a giver today? I ain't got nothing to give. You got something. We all got something. I'm glad they said that. We all got something. 
If you ain't got nothing but, but if you ain't got nothing but a necklace or a watch, come and bring it down here. You giving it to God. I'll give it to Janie. She'll go to the hope store and sell it and money will come in from it. So we all got something to give this morning. Amen. Cause they even sell shoes for a dollar. So if you ain't got nothing else, just give your shoes today. Now some of you are thinking, I can't believe the preacher. I'm not after you. I'm just trying to teach you something this morning. Amen. I'm just trying to teach you something. So this morning, and whatever you bring up, if it, if it's not money and it's got to be sold, Sister Jane's going to take it to the store. She's going to sell it, amen. And the money and all them all that comes in today, all the money that comes in today will go into the building fund. How many is ready for that new building, amen? So anytime you're not going to bother me, anytime we shout, I'm a giver, or you just want to come up and lay something on the, on the, on the altars up here, ushers, be sure after service, you get it, nobody else don't get it, and it goes to the building fund. Hey, man, I just throw that in at you. Now, it's not about raising money today. I mean, I just, but, but God just said, you, you got to get the thing, I'm a giver. All right, you ready? John 6, let's go. John 6, 5. When Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw a great company, a great company come unto him. He said unto Philip, where shall we buy bread that these may eat? Remember, same story last week. Different, different guy writing here, John writing. Verse 6. And this he said to prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. See, always remember. Look at somebody and say, you will never ever. Come on, get with me now. Now, if you don't get in this thing, we're going to be here longer. That one's lock, lock it, lock it. You will never, never outgive God. Out-give God. You will never, never outgive God. Out-give God. <laughs> but look at this. Verse 6. And this he said to prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. Say this with me. You will never, never outsmart God. Out-smart God. <laughs> he already knows. <laughs> he already knows. Let's get into the story. Philip answered him. 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them that every one of them may take a little he says you know we had all that kind of money and we could buy all that bread and they just take a little bit still we still ain't gonna have enough one of his disciples andrew simon peter's brother said unto him there's a lad here which have five barley loaves and two small fishes but what are they among so many Bless his heart, he's got, he's got two disciples, one of them stealing money from him, and he's got two here, ain't got a lick of faith. He's already got, you know, so, so, uh, say this with me. Jesus' disciples was just like me. Human. Alright, now, we, we got that, amen. And Jesus said, make the men sit down, that there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down in number in number of about five thousand. And there's another, I believe it was Mark, another writer says that he he took it a little bit more in depth, and and that the order was to put them in groups of fifty, put them in groups of fifty. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples, and the disciples to them that were set down, and likewise of the fish as much as they would. And they were all what? They were all what? Filled. And he said unto the disciples, gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. Nothing be lost. Now, 
I want you to look at this verse 13 in the NLT. Verse 13 in the NLT says this. So they picked up the pieces and filled 12 baskets with scraps left by the people who had eaten from the what? From five little loaves, they got 12 baskets. Now, if you don't get nothing else today, try to type this in your phone, write this down somewhere. Givers give, givers give not to receive. Givers give not to receive. And then write down, but... Givers give not to receive, but to be blessers. Givers give not to receive, but to believe, to be believers. Remember that thought. Now let's do a parallel right quick as the young lad gave that. The real deer hunter that is a real giver will give out of much more than he will receive back. The real deer hunter will receive, he he will give out more than he will get back in, in, in his time, in his finances. He will give out more in that area than he will receive back. He gives time to, he gives time to, to, to go out, uh, and, and, and sometimes he's got to cut trees and dig up roots and make a plot. He's got to go till up the, the, the land. He's got to go and plant the, plant it, seed and fertilize. He's got to, he's got to do all of that. He's got to go and get his stand and put his stand up or her put her stand up. He spends all of that time doing all of those, those, those things. He spends time going out and, uh, and, and putting out the greatest feed that, that, that pulls them in is the, is the, uh, is the corn and, and mineral blocks and all of those things that he, that he, that he puts out there and, and other homemade things. And, and, uh, you know, I learned something, uh, studying him. Oh, you know, you can, you can go buy these $20 blocks and, 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 and take it, but I also learned also you can go down to, uh, go down there and buy the great value. You can go down there and buy you, uh, uh, two packs of Kool-Aid, strawberry. You can buy you two packs of Jello. You can buy you a, a thing of salt, two pounds of sugar. You pour it out there and it just drives them crazy. But he can do all of that, spend all of that time putting the corn, the mineral blocks, and all of those, those things, those things out for the deer. He's, he's spending time, he's spending money, he's doing all that, lots of time and lots of money that he, that he's putting out there. How I many know that hunter, to be a hunter, you must have a heart for that. You gotta have a heart to do that. I mean, you, you, you've got to have a heart to spend all of that time and all of that effort in doing all of those things. And you know, you don't do that the day before hunting season comes in. 
You know, you, these guys start way back. They'll start way back in August and sometimes even in July, breaking the plots up and, and bush hogging the, the, the lanes to get in there and putting the stands up in August and September and then, and getting ready and, 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 and not only that, then going back every week or so and checking on it and putting more feed out and, and, and seeing how it's going and putting the cameras out. And now the camera thing is easy if you want to, many of them pay for that. They got the cameras now set up. They pay a little extra, and it goes straight to the phone when a deer that's there. Amen. Now I wait till I'm hunting. Now when I'm hunting, I do that, and I, and then I know where they've been out the night before. They waiting on me that morning. I only do it then. I don't do it the whole time like some of these guys. They do it all the time. But you know, when I'm gonna hunt a week or something, or try to try to hunt in the evening or the mornings if I can or whatever, you know, I hook it up to my phone and and uh, and then I say, oh Jesus, they don't come out tonight. No, no, no pictures tonight. Amen. No pictures tonight. Amen. But a hunter, he spends all of that time and he has to be committed to that. Amen. You know, his heart, his heart's got to be into that. And and so you know, it's called. The love of a hunter. It's called the love of a hunter. And the, the love of a hunter is simply willing to what? Give. He's a giver. He's a giver. She's a giver. They are a giver. I'm about to say they because as many uh, women as men love to hunt. But, but they're givers. Hunters are givers. They give and they give. A real hunter is. Not a taker. Not one that's just wanting to receive. But a real hunter that's a real giver. He gives and gives and gives. And why does he do that? Because he's giving from his, giving from his heart. He's thinking more than just, just the tin pouring on the wall, but he's thinking about the enjoyment and all that he's going to get to do to sit in that stand and see those other animals come out there. And, and, you know, some, I know for some of you, it don't, you know, it, it don't do nothing. It don't do nothing to you. But man, I tell you, there's nothing standing out, standing, sitting on that stand and, and, uh, you know, I, sometimes I pray and I fall off in the spirit and I wake up. And I probably missed a lot of deer, I'll be honest. Amen. But, uh, uh, but, and a lot of times I'm reading and, but, but to see those deer just come out and, and, uh, a lot of them just, just love to see them and, uh, uh, how they get up. I, I seen one, uh, last year or so, big old buck. I didn't shoot him. I just watched him. He come up and, and he grabbed the oak leaves, the limbs off of the, the oak tree. And, and actually got up and, and somehow he pulled himself up that he was eating and he had his hands up on the limb and he was just standing on the back, his back two feet. And, uh, and, and I was just so amazed that I didn't even want to move to get my, get my, get my phone to try to take his picture. And, 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 uh, some said, did he really? And I said, you ain't got to believe me. I seen that's all that matters. But, but there's so amazing things that you can see. But all of that is because a hunter, uh, loves what he's, loves what he's doing. Amen. He's a deer hunter that is a giver. Hey man, he, he's, he's a giver. He's a giver. So, say I'm a giver. Hey man. I'm a giver. Alright, let's look back at John. Go back to John and let's parallel back to John 6. Go back to John 6 and look in verse 9. Look in verse 9, John 6 and verse 9. Look, look at what he said. He says, there's a lad here which have five barley loaves and two small fish. But, but what are they among what? So many. What are they among so many? But then look in verse 13. And in verse 13, therefore if they, they gathered them again, as I read a while ago, twelve baskets were fragments of the five barley loaves which remain over and above unto them. That had 
That had what? That had eaten. That had eaten. That had eaten. There was more left over than they started with. Amen. And the lad here was a what? He was a blesser. He became a, he became a blesser. Not only, you know, he became a blesser. He wasn't a giver. He, he wasn't, I mean, I mean, he, he wasn't a receiver. He was a giver that day. He became a blesser. I mean, I mean, he had this little lunch. It was all about him. He was, but when he gave, it blessed over 5,000 people. Heard a preacher talk about the other day. Was talking about, you know, for some reason, I don't understand it. There's some people's, uh, is called in the Bible, but the name is never mentioned. But you want to get to heaven, I want to see that lad. Hey man, I just like to say, man, man, you just, you know, man, he, he just went by counting these that day and he just, he said, yeah, this is all I got. He's a blesser. He was a blesser. And you know, he was not interested in receiving, but giving. And you know, because he gave, because he gave, he ended up eating more than actually he had, he could have ate more than what he started out with. Why? Because he gave what he had. Say it with me. I'm a giver. I'm a giver. He was willing to give. He was willing to share. He was willing to give and to share. And when he did, God used that and changed. That's the way the hunter is. The hunter's got to be willing to, to, to give, to give. If he wants that 10 point, he's got to be willing to give. And God, you know, I'm giving this year. Amen. Just want to throw that in. No, I'm just kidding. But he was a giver. He was a giver. Now, that's the way to do. You teach them when they're little. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You teach them when they look, you teach them when they look. You know what? If, they, if that boy keeps on coming to church all the time and keeps teaching him that, you know what he'll do? Every Sunday he'll think, I'm supposed to go up there and give. Now that's a thought. Well, let's move on. Amen. Hallelujah. Go with me over to a very familiar story, uh, in Genesis, Genesis, uh, 24 and, and 14. This is, this is a story. Uh, uh, the, the 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 prophet was sent down for, to find Isaac a uh, uh, a wife. Find Isaac a wife, and when you may not know this story, but you know back then, back then they had they had they, you know you just you just you know you just didn't go out and fall in love with somebody, and that was going to be your wife. Amen. Well, some of, we might need to go back to some of that. It might work better for some folks. Amen. <laughs> might work better for some folks. Look at the one you said and say, I've already got you now, though. <laughs> Come on. Come on. There you go. Where Terrell's not in yet. Ter- Terrell, you say it. Say it out. Terrell's right out there. He said, I already got you, though. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, the other one, if you look back to it and say, yes, and God's working a miracle, I believe. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. But, you know, that's the way it was back then. So anyhow, let's get in the store. Get off, get off key there. I get on them rabbit trails. Amen. So, it says, and so, so, sends the, sends the prophet, the man of God, the servant out. Say, hey, you go find the wife for Isaac. You go find. You go find him. And here, and here's, and here's what, here's what the Spirit says. It says, and it come to pass that the damsel who I will, who I shall say, let down thy pitcher. See, see the Spirit of God is saying, hey, this is how you're going to find them. See, he's told them where to go. Spirit of God, tell them where to go. He said, what am I, you know, how, what I'm going to do? How I know, how I know it's her. How I know this is the one that's right for I, how I know. It says, when I shall say, 
Let down thy pitcher, I pray thee, that I may drink. And she shall say, drink, and I will give thy camels drink. Also, let the same be, be she that thou hast a, as, as appointed for thy servant Isaac. And therefore shall I know that thou hast, that thou hast, what? Shown, showed kindness unto my master. Wow. Wow. Kindness. So this is what the Spirit of God was telling him, say, this is how you're going to know. This is how you're going to know. All right, let's go down to verse, uh, let's read this in the NLT in verse 16. And here's the story. So that's the Spirit of God is told. I mean, you know, God will talk to you if you just, if you listen and trust in Him. That's what happens. That's what happens. So here he goes. All right, verse, let's pick up. You read this, you read the, you read Genesis 24 and you get the full story. So Rebecca was very beautiful and old enough to be married, but she was, she was still a virgin. She went down to the spring. She filled her jug. Then she went down to the spring. She filled her jug and she's what? She's came back up again. So the spring's down there. She done, so that means the spring is down healed. She's done brought her water back up. Verse 17. Running, running over to her. So she's back up here where everybody is. And he's running over to her. And he says, the servant said, and, the, and she, and he says, the servant says to her, please give me a little drink of water from your jug. Uh, that's what he was in, instructed to do. He was instructed to go to her and say, give me some drink from your jug. Yes, my Lord. And she'd never seen this person. She knew who this was. But now back then, and the teaching back then was, you know, that the lady had to respect the, the, the men and, and, and say things like that. That's why she basically said that. She says, yes, my Lord, she answered. Have a drink. And she quickly lowered her jug from her shoulder and gave him a drink. And when he had, and when he had given, and when he had given him a drink, she says, I draw water for your camels too until they have had enough drink. So evidently, okay, this is just me now, okay? Somehow she knew he had camels. So she gets back up on top of the hill where everybody's at before you walk down there to get the water. And he's standing over here. He's standing with the camels and, and he sees her. She looks up and she sees him coming and he's had all these 10 camels behind him. And so I believe that's why she said that because he, when he spoke, he runs to her and seen her until they have had enough to drink. Verse 20. So she quickly emptied her jug into the watering trough and ran back to the well to draw water for all his camels. She only know this guy. But she's a what? Say, I'm a giver. She's a giver. She's a giver. She's a giver. And by the way, you can make your check out the Calvary Church building fund. She's a giver. Do you know a do you know a thirsty camel can drink? Do you know a thirsty camel can drink thirty gallons of water at one time? Thirty gallons of water at one time. So if they drink thirty gallons of water at one time, he's got ten camels. That's 300 gallons of water. That's 300 gallons of water. Now just say that she's, you know, she's, she's old but she's young. 
She's never been married, so she hadn't already put up with a man, so she's probably still strong and not wore out yet. Amen. She's not been stressed out by being married. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so just say that she can take, say that she can go down, say that she can go down to the well and her jug, say, just say it holds five gallons. How many of you know it's pretty hard to take five gallon buckets of water? A five gallon bucket of water. Just say five gallons. She needs 300 gallons and she's going to take, she goes down and she gets five gallons. She goes back up to the hill and she pours it in the trough. Just say, according to statistics, they drank 30 gallons. And, and just say it's a five gallons. Taking, if she's strong enough to take five gallons, she goes back up, pours that out. She goes back down and gets another five gallon. She makes, that would be 60 trips. 60 trips. She made. So, a little overweight. Go get some water for camels. You need your muscles built up? Go get some water for camels. 60 trips, 60 times she goes down. How many, how many times she goes back up? Oh, y'all good. Sharp. 60 times. Amen. She goes down 60. She's coming back up 60 times. She's went down and back up watering his camels. Now we as a Christian, somebody asks us to do so. Oh, I'm, that's not my job. That's not my ministry. You know, let somebody else do it. She said, she was a what? Giver. She was a giver. She was, she was a giver. Now some of you say, well, you know, God orchestrated all of that. God orchestrated all that. He sure did. And he orchestrates all the things like when you have a chance to bless somebody, but you pass it up. She could have looked at him. Not none of y'all, but y'all know somebody would probably say something like this. He could have come and says, will you give me a drink? Not none of y'all now, but y'all know somebody that would have said something like this. Drink for me? Huh. Get your butt, walk down that hill and get you some water. You walk down that hill and get you some water. I, this is my water. You walk down there and get you some water. Or they would say, I'm a woman. You ought to go down there and get me some water. What you want? What's wrong with you? Who do you think you are? Now, she was a giver. She was a giver. See, every day, every day we have, if we, if you meet people every day, you have an opportunity to bless just like Rebecca. But we pass it up so many times. We pass it up. We pass it up. Always encourage you. Always encourage you. Just bless somebody. Always encourage you. Just bless somebody. Somebody in the line behind you at the drive-thru. You know. Give it. You, you know, you may have to you have to bless them by faith sometime. You know, you feel it. Now don't be looking back and say, I wonder how many they got back there. How many is in that car? There's one in that car. Oh, yeah, that's the Spirit of God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ma'am, praise God. Isn't God good today? Hallelujah. I tell you what, I'm going to bless that one back there in that car. Bless them. Just put it on my bill. I'm going to bless them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I bless somebody today. 
But we look back there and say, that's boy, that look like they got two kids in the back. That's, that's 18, 20, that'd be 40. Hey, how'd go? Devil, you a lie. You a lie, devil. <laughs> See? You, you got to be a giver. See? See, what we really do, hey, what we really do, we, 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 we make the decisions ourselves really how much we want to be blessed by how we're willing to give. Now remember, I said earlier, givers are not receivers, but they're blessers. Givers are not receivers, but they're blessers. They're blessers. And as she began to go forth and do and, and spent some 60 trips, I want to report to you today, if you'll be faithful to God, God will promote you. May not be on your time, might not be like you want it to be, but God will promote you. God will promote you. But you know what you got to do? You got you to think that way. She didn't think what she was going to get out of it. She didn't have a clue who that guy was. All she wanted to do, she was a giver. She seen he was thirsty. He had nothing to tote water in. And she was willing to feed uh, or water his camels. And then she became, because the Spirit of God had laid in, 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 the, in the servant's heart, hey, that's the one, that's the one that you bring back to Isaac. That's his bride. That's gonna that's gonna be the queen. She that's gonna be his queen. That's gonna be the one. Because she has a servant's heart. She's right. She's committed to God. Say it with me one more time. I'm a giver. I'm a giver. Be a giver. Be a giver today. Be a giver. But you gotta begin to think that way. You gotta begin to think, you know, I'm 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 a giver. It's all about, you know, I'm, I'm I give not to receive, but to be a blesser. I'm a blesser. I'm a blesser. I'm a blesser. I love to give. I'm, 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 I'm a blesser. I love, I love to give. Blesser. It's hard for real givers sometimes to, to, to receive, but I'm a, I'm a blesser. Be a, be a blesser. Be a blesser. I want to look at some things right quick that help us with this here. Go with me to 1 Kings. 1 Kings 8.57. Right quick. Tell them to wake up. Say, wake up. The Lord God, the Lord our God be with us. As he was with our fathers, let him not leave us nor forsake us. How many of you know if we will stick with God, he's not going to leave you and forsake you? We talk about that scripture so many times, but then you, 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 need, to, you need to see that it's really in the Bible. Amen. But look at this in the NLT. <coughs> May the Lord our God be with us as he was with our ancestors. May he never leave us or what? Can you shout today? You're not going to be abandoned. I don't care what happens in the government. I don't care what happens in our country. If you got Jesus in your heart, he's not going to leave you. You're not going to be abandoned. We're going to get through no matter what we face till he comes and gets us. But he could come get us before we get out of this building. But I want to report to you today, you're not going to be abandoned. If you'll trust God. And see, you got to trust God more than you trust money. Then you'll be a better giver. Well, that went over real good. Amen. <laughs> Let's go to New Testament then. Hebrews 13, 5. Look at this. Due to time, let's just look at NLT. Hebrews 13 and verse 5 in the New Living Translation says this. Don't love money. Look at somebody say, don't love money. Be satisfied with what you have. For God has said, I will never what? Fail you. I will never. There it is again. Abandon you. See, it was prophesied. He said it in Kings and, and, and in Hebrews. 
It's documented in the New Testament. He says, I will never abandon you. I will never fail you. I will never abandon you. See, there's a lot of times we may say, I fail. It must have been because we wouldn't listen to God. Just a thought. He said, he'll never leave us. Never fail us. He'll never abandon us. Never abandon us. Now, make all this happen. Go with me to Proverbs 4.20. Through 23. And we nail this down right here and come back and capture the, the, the end of it. Proverbs 4 20 through 23. This is the key to it, my friend. This is the key. He says, My son, meaning male and female, my son, attend to my words, incline now you know, unto my sayings. He's saying what? Look at somebody and say, listen, listen, listen. Verse 21. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. Look at somebody and say, you got to watch. Got to watch. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. Get, get this word in. What these scriptures we just said. Get them in. Get them in. Get them in you. Verse 22. For they are life unto those that what? Find them and what? Health unto their flesh. My friend, this, this is the key. This is the key to your family. This is the key to your health. This is, say it, this is my key. This is it. And health to all their flesh. Verse 23. Keep thy heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. Out of it are the issues of life. And I'm not here to make nobody mad. I'm just here to help you. But how many know, I should have brought that. Miss Betty, Miss Betty, a while back, I, I just, I, I, I uh, just stuck a little potato uh, in, in, in one of Miss Betty's flower pots with another flower. And yesterday we was moving flowers and that thing had branched all out. And she says, who put that potato in there to grow in my flower? I said, hmm. Hmm. I said, hmm. But it had actually grown, and it, was, it wasn't that big, about half big as my fist. It was a tater, and I should have brought it. But potato, think of this. How many of you know that the, the memory, you know, you think about the potatoes and, and, and uh, cutting the taters up and cooking, uh, 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 getting, peeling, excuse me, peeling the potatoes and uh, cooking them and making potato salad but how many of you know the memory of that potato does not nourish brings nourishment to you the memory or even the smell of fried chicken don't even bring nourishment to you amen this will get y'all the memory of thinking about pork barbecue ribs don't even bring nourishment to you See, I told you, got you. It don't bring nourishment. It don't do a whole lot to you. But how many of you know we need nourishment? So you need nourishment. We need nourishment. You got it. You got it. You know, just the memory of that potato. You, you got it. What? Take the potato in. What am I saying this morning? Preacher, what are you saying? I'm telling you, you got to take this word in you. 
We can have memory of this word. We can have memory. I can, and you, we quote this a lot. I can have memory by his stripes I'm healed. I can go around saying that out of memory. That's like memory of potato salad. Memory of, I don't say bar, pork barbecue, memory of grilled chicken. Memory. I can have memory, but I'm, but it's not going to bring nourishment to me. I'm still going to be what, somebody? Hungry. Like all of you probably are right now. Amen. I'm still going to be hungry. Amen. But what do you got to do? You got to take that nourishment in. Amen. You can smell that chicken. You can smell them pork, them, them barbecue rib, barbecue sauce just dripping off of them. Hallelujah. You can imagine it just dripping off your, off your hands. I know LA's probably in the back. That joker, that joker loves him some, some barbecue wings. Amen. He loves him wings. And I tell you, he don't, he won't gnaw the bone and all. I said, you leave half the chicken on the bone. You need to enjoy him son but he don't do that but but i can imagine i can imagine just letting that that juice just drip off of some of y'all's hands eating that rib cleaning that bone you but you know just imagining that and thinking about it is not going to bring you any nourishment we can quote we can quote this but if we don't have it down in here sister sister patty when that storm when that pain hits us if we and i'm not i'm all for doctors i go to doctors amen but but if i have a first reaction say oh lord i got to go to the doctor no i have a first reaction say, by his stripes i'm healed bless god i'm not saying that out of memory i'm saying cause it's in here and now i'm going to take nourishment by his stripes i'm healed i'm going to put forth my faith i'm going to push i'm going to walk i'm going to go on not saying i may not go to die but my first response is i'm going to take what i've already put in that by his stripes i am healed in jesus name it's got to straighten up it's got to get better take the nourishment in all the word of god just don't have it by memory you walk around, think about ribs and chicken and anything else. You never eat any of it. You'll perish to death. You'll perish. And we got a lot of Christians that's perishing. Even they can quote some of it. Because they're not taking the full nourishment of it. You just can't respond to it on your memory. You got to know that it's in here. That it's in here. And when it's in here, you begin to speak it out and you begin to respond to this. See, you, what you got to do, you got to correspond your actions with the verses. You get hungry enough, you'll correspond your, your moving to go get some of it, won't you? Well, that's what we got to do in the spirit. We got to correspond our actions with what our memory says we believe. We got to correspond our actions saying, bless God, I'm doing this. And you know what you'll have to do? You'll have to get out of the comfort zone. We said when, uh, the other night in our leaders class, I had a box and you'll have to get out of the box. You'll have to push yourself. You'll have to prime yourself and go and do and be and do. You'll have to push yourself. You'll have to, and it'll, it'll take effort. You'll have to push yourself. I, I mean, so, and, and we gotta go. We gotta, ain't, we got yeah, we really gotta go because some of y'all ready to go, huh? But, but statistics prove Statistics prove you can sit around the house all day inside, never take a bath, just snack. And I'm going to tell you, you will not be very productive. And if you think you sick, you'll keep thinking that and not and and, and just laying around. You'll make you you will be sick. 
But I'm going to tell you, you can get up, you can read that word, push yourself, go in there and take you a bath, put you some flesh, fresh clothes on, flesh, fr- fresh clothes over your flesh, amen, and say, bless God, if nothing else, I'm going to get out and walk in the yard and proclaim that I'm whole, healed, and well in Jesus' name. Amen. But you got to push yourself. You got to push yourself. So we need that nourishment, amen. It's important to read and see the words of God. See it. Not just quoting it, and it's good to quote, but see it. He says it's important to see it. Amen. Verse 21, he says it's important that we, that we, that we see it. We look at it. See it. Let it manifest in your life. So the word gives us understanding of the power of God. And how I many you know power of God is the anointing? And Isaiah 10, 27, right quick. We just finished this up right quick. He said, it shall come past that day that, that the burden shall be uh, taken away off thy shoulder and, and off his neck and the yoke shall be destroyed because of what? The anointing. Amen. And what do we know? What the, the anointing is what? Burden removing, yoke destroying power. Say, I got the anointing. Amen. Amen. So we wind all this up. So you got to get into this word and begin to confess and believe what you believe for, for your family, for your help, for your relationships. Find the answer in the Bible for your situation. Because the word will not lie, will not return void. So givers. Givers give not to receive, but to be what? Blessers. And let me say this. But real givers, catch this. But real givers are receivers. The lad was a real giver. And then he became a receiver of all the food that he wanted. Not just five loaves and two fishes. He could have, he had all he, 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 he went from five loaves and two fishes to what? Buffet. All the fish, all the bread he wanted. See, givers, they don't give to receive, but be a blessers. But real givers are blessers. The lad, Rebecca, she gave, she received. I ask you today, what about you? Well, you'll give her today. I'm not talking about just money. I'm talking about you. Let's say it one more time. I'm a giver. I'm a giver. I'm a giver. I'm a giver. As a deer hunter, he gives and he gives and he gives. He gives. Very unique. You don't see one of them every day. You don't see a bobcat usually not that big. And if you see one with a bird in his hand, very unique. <laughs> very unique. And you don't see a black coat. Very unique. Very unique. You don't see one growing a horn out like that. Very unique. Be very unique. Be a giver that's not wanting to receive, but you want to be a blesser. And when you have that attitude in your life, I'm talking about, I'm not talking about just, I'm talking about your love. I'm talking about giving to people your time, your effort. I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about every area of your life. Then real givers end up being blessed receivers. I mean, you do that. But, but, but to do that, you got to be unique like these animals, like this deer. Man, you, he still got the velvet on him. On the horns. That's unique because they shed out the, the velvet before you can go, before you get a chance to go hunt them. 
Man, that's unique. Unique. But you got to be a real deer hunter to be willing. To be willing to spend the time and the effort to do it. You got to be a real giver. And then when you, real givers become real different receivers. And we spiritually, if we really, really giving, not because we want to receive, but then God will bless us back. Because He will bless you back because you're not expecting to be blessed back. Because your mind of thinking is helping somebody else. And see, when you help somebody else, Jesus has got your, He got your back. Be a giver. Father, we thank you for this day today and your blessings. We thank you for those that have watched and listened today and here with us that's come today. And Father, that we would, we would, we would be givers. That we would be givers. We would be what you would want us to be. And God, as we become givers, you bless us back. And God, we, we, we'll never count all the blessings that you bless us back with when we're givers. And God, we thank you today. And may we never go today without giving people the opportunity that maybe don't know you. And right quick, you're here this morning and you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior. I want to ask you right now. You'd like to be that man on just simply stand up, walk down here and ask Jesus to come in and be the Lord of your life. Simple. You're not joining the church. You're doing something greater than that. You're joining the worldwide family of God. But if you're not ready to go to heaven or don't think you are, you can leave today being sure because you can come down here and ask Jesus to be the Lord of your life. And he says he'll seal you up. Hallelujah. He'll seal you up. So, Father, we, we give this opportunity right now. Somebody didn't pray, they'd like to come. And God, while we're doing it, Father, we want to lift up Sister, Sister Gail's, uh, Bailey's kinfolk that was, that was, uh, carried to the hospital late last night. God, we thank you. God agreed. She had no stroke last night. God, they were saying that. We declared and decreed with her that they wouldn't last night. And God, this morning, we thank you the call come in that she did not have a stroke. And we speak wellness on her today. God, she'd be home for the end of the week. God, all is good with her and others. And God, today, we thank you for your precious people. Now, God, go with us. Give us a good afternoon, a good uh, week coming up. God, your blessings and favor on us. Bring us back to your house. We God, as we just trust you, look to you to do great and mighty things. And Father, we just thank you for it all. In Jesus' name we pray. And all of God's people say it. Amen. One more time, shout with me. I'm a shout with me more time. I'm a giver. giver. Amen. Okay, where's my bucket at? I've, 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 everybody got a ticket? Got your tickets for the past two weeks? Everybody got a ticket? Amen. Hallelujah. How many of you have been given this week? Anybody been given this week? All right, last chance now. Last chance. You want to be a giver? Come on. See, I couldn't say this. I, I'm, if, I was, if I was a real prophet and God told me I'd say this, but what I started to say as a joke is this. It's a joke, okay? If you come on down and give now, I'm going to draw your number. See, I, see, see, see. Now watch this. Now. God might show up. God might give some of y'all a sense of humor. Huh? Okay. He might give you a sense of humor, not humor, 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 and I draw it out. Amen. All right. We got uh, one, two. We got uh, two, four, five here. So uh, number 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 two ninety two. Two ninety two. You should have several tickets left from a couple weeks. Two ninety two. Come on, sister. Go ahead, sister. Every time they come in, come on. Yeah, don't.
guest Ricky Luster. There will be no Christian education and no Ignite Kids. Our transportation ministry will pick up adults and teens only. Number 242. 242. 242. 242. 242. 242. That's a giver. Did you see that? That was a giver back there. That was a giver back there. That's a giver. That don't go, bro. The meats and drinks will be furnished. We ask everyone to bring some of your favorite Thanksgiving dishes and desserts. Will we not? We will not be able to wash any dishes, so it is recommended that you bring your food and disposable containers if possible. Um, what number did I just call? What was that number? Oh, two sixty-three. Two sixty-three. Two sixty-three. Going, going. Two sixty-three. One eighty-six. One eighty-six. Oh, boys, got your number right there. One, boy, somebody just, people just laid out today, didn't they? 195. Come on, sister, 195. 